Welcome to Tori Studio, the podcast. I'm your host, Tori Hill. I'm a nature lover, skinny dipper, traveler, and proud creator of the Rinse and Repeat Wellness Program. Empowering others to break free and step into their own dreams is what lights me up. Through my personal experience with anxiety and unworthiness, I know firsthand what is required for true self-growth, and I'm here to spill all of it to you. Whether your vision is to feel more peace in your life, identify your dreams, or take action towards them, this podcast is for you. Now is all we have, so let's get started. Hello, welcome to the third podcast episode in Tori's studio. I am loving this new platform to connect and reach out with all of you. It is feeling so good in my body. Um, right now, I am hiking with my dog springtime and the water is moving in the brook to the right of me. So if you hear any background noise, that's what it is. And excuse me if I am breathing a little harder than normal. Um, I really try to keep these episodes real with you and I like you to have kind of a, a peek and an insider's view on how I live my life. And if you don't know me, I live on a freaking mountain and I love it. And um, this is just my life. I'm outside a lot. I move my body a lot. And I really appreciate nature. And it is therapy for me. So right now, there's no more snow on the ground. There are different types of trees on the trail. The roots are growing on the trail. There's some rocks I need to look out for. Really, fingers crossed, we don't run into any other dogs because my dog is not that great with other dogs. <laughs> um, he's a rescue and he's just a little misunderstood. But yeah, I'm wearing these crazy purple hiking pants and and a black tank and I'm just, I'm just doing it and it feels so good. This is one of the warmer days I've experienced since this, since this winter and it feels so freaking good. So let me catch my breath for a sec. And uh, today on this episode, I am going to be discussing something that is very crucial in, uh, in implementing the eight new habits that I discussed in podcast episode two. So if you haven't caught that one, head over there after this episode so you can kind of understand like where I'm coming from and uh, um, kind of get a better introduction as to what the eight habits were 
that changed my life and that are also the core foundation for the Rinse and Repeat Wellness Program that I created. So in the last episode, I introduced the eight core habits and I said at the end that I'd be discussing something in this episode that would really take these habits a step farther. We were gonna go deeper. And I had to create a whole podcast episode on this topic because it is critical in in squeezing out everything that you can get out of these habits. And if you don't do this one thing that I'm about to tell you, then you won't be getting all of all of the juice out of the habits and the program and the practices, whether you're in the program or not. If you practice these eight habits, you will want to do this one thing that I am going to tell you right now. Can you guess what it is? (laughs) So as I was creating the workbook and the program, I realized that there needed to be a common theme, a common thread among all of these habits. And that one thing is mindfulness. Mindfulness. So here's the reason why it is so important. You can do anything and be distracted and kind of half-ass it and check it off your list and be done. But you will not get the full experience. And a huge portion of this program, a huge goal and mission of the program is to help others ground themselves to the present. I talked about that equation that I came up with about what like the overall, uh, I don't know, goal is for the program what I hope for for my clients, what I strive for, and it is peace plus empowerment equals freedom to dream. And this is where we really dive into the peace aspect because as I mentioned before in a previous episode, it's like sending a kid to school who is starving. You can't expect that kid to learn you must have your basic needs met before you step in, like practice empowerment, try new things. You really need to have peace and low anxiety as a foundation first. So mindfulness ties into this idea of peace. That is why it is so important because when we feel calm and okay and safe, and we can continue forth with our personal goals and desires. And mindfulness will get you there. And you can apply mindfulness to literally anything in your life. And if you think of something that you don't think mindfulness can be applied to, DM me on Instagram because I'd love to know what that is. <laughs> um, but I'm going to give you some tips today on how to practice mindfulness. And I developed these tips when I was creating the Rinse and Repeat workbook. And as I 
Um, we have live community calls every month. And these are just some things that have come up within the program and from my personal experience that have really helped to train my brain how to practice mindfulness in a more consistent manner on a daily basis because this is simply a muscle that we need to strengthen again. Um, I, I often hear people say like, oh, I'm just anxious or like mindfulness isn't for me. That's a better example. Let's use mindfulness isn't for me. Like I could never feel that way. And I challenge you to question, is that true? And if it is not true, which I don't think it is, then ask yourself, is this something that I just need to practice more of? Is this something that I need to create more of an opportunity in my life for? Is this a muscle that I have the ability to strengthen step by step, baby steps in a consistent way? I, in my heart, believe that everybody is capable of practicing mindfulness, especially knowing these, how many are there? Four tips I'm going to share with you right now. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. The first one, which will not be shocking to you, you might even roll your eyes. I was there at one point in my life. I feel you. I see you. I feel you. But breathe. So I'll tell you a little personal story about my experience with breathing few years ago and I was trying all these new things and slowly developing these eight core habits which I did not intend to do it just kind of happened I realized that my breath was always up in my chest I never took low belly breaths I honestly didn't even know how and I went to a local wellness studio and the somatic teacher there who Maybe I could get her on this podcast. She's amazing. Uh, she literally taught me how to belly breathe. And I remember, I remember the day where I ended a session with her. And I was on my back and I was doing the deep belly breaths. And I told her, I'm like, Kate look at this, like, look at my stomach go up. Like I, I'm doing it. Like I am breathing deeply. Look at this. And she gave me a hug after, and it really was such a milestone in my life. And it has been something that I've really um, set an intention to do more of moving forward. I practice deep belly breathing every day. So in Rinse and Repeat, we dive into a bunch of different breathing techniques. Um, I'll list off a couple right now. So you can do box breathing where uh, you can pick the number of seconds, but let's say like you would breathe in four seconds, hold for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds, and hold for four seconds. And you can do that a few times. Um, you can also, let's see, 
um, 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 you can do fire breathing, which I learned in Kundalini yoga, which is pretty, it's actually a little tricky. So if you ever, if you're curious, um, DM me and I can send you a video of a yoga instructor teaching you how to do it. Um, and what else? I also infused breath work into tapping. So where you tap certain points on your body and this um, studies show that tapping helps to reduce anxiety and enhance messages. So like it could enhance mantras or uh, visualizations or meditations. Um, But these are just a few different breath work activities that I do with my clients that I do personally on a daily basis. So first, just, just breathe. Breathe, my friend. Take a deep breath right now. Inhale through your nose. All the way down, down, down to your lower stomach. And hold. And sigh it out. Do that a couple of times if that feels good to you. Okay, so... Tip number one, to achieve mindfulness, breathe. Okay, the second tip is remove distractions. So I witness so many people in my life and myself at times doing a million freaking things at once, like cooking and texting and listening to a podcast and like making an appointment. It's like we have octopus legs. I don't know how we do all of that at once, but with technology, we have like found a way to do so many things at one moment. And when we're trying to practice mindfulness, this, um, this mentality of doing of multitasking can get in the way. So I always encourage my clients to remove distractions, flip their phone over, put it in another room, um, like shut the door, find like a quiet space. And I also consider like discomfort as a distraction. So if you're in tight clothing or you're cold, that's going to take up your mental energy and that is going to distract you. So I encourage you, if you really want to spend time on something, um, whether you want to color or like do any sort of craft or guided visualization or whatever feels good to you, or just sit outside and enjoy the fresh air for a minute or two, get comfortable and minimize your distractions. And this could even look like setting a boundary with someone and saying, hey, I just need five minutes outside alone. Can you, can you handle like the kids or the pet or can you um, just, I'll come in in five minutes, um, but I really just need some time alone. And you are worthy of having that space and you are worthy of having that opportunity to just be. Okay. So tip number one, breathe. Tip number two, remove distractions. Get cozy and get quiet and put like the unnecessary stuff away. All right, tip number three for mindfulness is 
calling in your five senses. So at the beginning of each rinse and repeat call every month, I always ask my clients to bring awareness to their five senses. So I'll ask, what do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you touch? What do you taste? And we'll take a moment for each one. And this is a really great tip to kind of just get your mind to the present, ground yourself. Um, This has been really helpful for me and I've seen it work for my clients too. And it's very simple. And if you wanted uh, to like enhance that practice, my dog is literally like going in the woods right now. He's getting caught on all these branches. My apologies. Come on, Zig. Come on, cutie. Let me untangle him. Hold on. Baby, what are you doing? Come on. Okay. So something that you can do and take this idea of five, calling in your five senses a step farther is you can do a five, four, three, two, one practice. So you can, um, like bring in awareness to five things that you see, four things that you hear, three things that you touch, two things that you smell, one thing that you taste. Do you see what I'm doing here? It's a five, four, three, two, one. You don't have to go in that order either. Um, And that's just a really, like, nice brain practice if you're feeling really distracted or in the future, in the past, or discombobulated. You can kind of, like, give it, give your brain an extra push to really focus in on your five senses. And you'll be amazed what you see here. When I do this, I notice new things in my house. I notice... um, We're dodging a dog right now. I notice like things that I had never seen before or felt before. Um, So this is a really fun, interesting practice and you'll be surprised by it. Okay, so tip number one, breathe. Tip number two, remove your distractions, get cozy. Tip number three, Call in your five senses. Bring in awareness to your five senses. Maybe even do the five, four, three, two, one. And lastly, let me catch my breath. Lastly, this is maybe the most important one. When you commit to something, big or small, whether you set an intention I want you to ask yourself two things. Are you ready? One, does this feel enjoyable? Two, does this feel fun? So tip number four is literally picking activities that you are looking forward to that will bring you enjoyment, that will bring fun into your life. We often forget to play. Just because we are adults doesn't mean we're not allowed to play anymore. And have you ever noticed that when you're laughing hysterically with a friend or doing something really exciting and really fun and something that you're enjoying so much, 
Have you ever noticed how present you are when you're doing that? I notice that when I force myself to do things that I really am not into or feeling that day, I'm so freaking distracted. I'm like thinking about everything but that thing that I'm doing because I don't want to be doing it. It's as simple as that. So I really encourage you to ask yourself next time you commit to something or think about doing something and it's like supposed to be kind of a leisurely activity for you. Does it feel fun? Would it be enjoyable? Are you going to look forward to it? And I really think that this is kind of a natural enhancer to be in a mindful state, to be present. Okay, so tip number one, breathe. Tip number two, remove distractions, get cozy. Tip number three, call in your five senses. I hope I went in order. And tip number four, do fun shit and enjoy your life go play. (laughs) So this is the end of the third podcast episode, but there's one more thing that really lies the foundation of the work that I do and the practice that I do on the regular. So I'm going to be discussing this in the next episode, in episode number four, and uh, stay tuned make sure to hit follow so you can catch it right when it's released. And I thank you so much for your time. Your time truly is the most valuable thing that you have. And spending it with me, whether you're walking or in the car or in the shower, whatever you're doing, I appreciate it. Um, And I love connecting with you. So hope you have a a fun evening and I encourage you to go do something playful tonight and I will talk to you soon. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being here today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. And I would absolutely love to know what resonated with you. Um, Give me a shout out on Instagram or DM me. My handle is T-O-R-E-Y dot Hill. It's my name, Tori dot Hill. Um, And hearing from all of you literally lights me up. It makes my day. And it really gives me amazing insight on where to take the next podcast episode. So if you want to contribute and help design this podcast, let me know what your thoughts are. Um, I'd really, truly love to hear from you. And if this podcast episode made you think of someone in your life, please share it with them. Expanding this community will make this world a bit more magical and your help in doing so will literally make all of the difference. And lastly, make sure to follow this podcast so you can catch the next episode. I'll see you there.